Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. New research revealing a dramatic increase in the number of insurance claims related to severe allergic reactions to food reinforces other evidence indicating that food allergies are on the rise, and it bolsters the marketing opportunity and potential longevity of the growing free-from trend. A Fair Health study published late this summer suggests that food allergies are a growing national public health concern based on its finding that insurance claims filed for severe allergic reactions to food increased a whopping 377% from 2007 to 2016. This is on top of previously released data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention that found the prevalence of food allergies among children increased 18% from 1997 to 2007. Likewise, a study of emergency room visits and hospital admissions from children in Illinois found that admissions due to anaphylaxis triggered by food increased 29.1% from 2008 to 2012. To help meet the needs of the more than 75 million Americans affected either directly or indirectly from these common allergens, more food and beverage manufacturers are creating a wider array of so-called free-from products, which can range from gluten-free to allergen-free to simply non-GMO. And as they continue to innovate and gain mainstream attention, this category is projected to nearly double from today's 6.5 billion to whopping $12 billion by 2020. To better understand the extent of the need for free-from products, as well as where the trend is headed, where the market is saturated, and where there's still room for product development, I chatted with two early adopters in the allergy-friendly space, Joel Warrity, who's the Chief Marketing and Innovation Officer at Enjoy Life, and Michelle Abo, the CEO of Ian's. To set the stage, Warrity helped place the growth of food allergies in a stark, easy-to-understand context. Um, in the United States today, every three minutes of every single day, 365 days a year, someone goes to the emergency room for a food allergy-related issue. Um, and every six minutes, that issue is potentially anaphylactic. So when you think about that, that it's happening every three minutes, it is much larger than people um, ever imagined it, it would be. When we look at averages, um, in many cases, we'll look around the world, we're, we're losing um, a child to food allergies um, about every three to four weeks where a child uh, dies due to a food allergy and uh, a food allergy reaction. And it's either because they didn't know that they had a food allergy, and so it's a first-time incident, and they didn't have an EpiPen with them, and they went into anaphylactic shock, or they knew they had a food allergy, um, and they were being careful about what they ate, but there was a hidden allergen in a product um, that resulted in an anaphylactic shock. So it is very sad, and the incidences continue to grow. They're, n they're not slowing down. Wardy added that as the number of afflicted consumers in the U.S. grows, so too is awareness by retailers and the general population. 
You know, when we when we started Enjoy Life 16 years ago, um, our brand promise from day one was that all of our products were gluten free as well as free of the top eight allergens. The top eight um, uh, being designated by the FDA. When when we started that 16 years ago, we had no idea what the size of the market would be. And when we would talk about retailers and we would talk about allergens, they they just looked at us as if we had landed from Mars. They had no idea what we were talking about. What we had heard anecdotally was that um, people were becoming more allergic to certain type of foods and that the incidence was growing, but we had no idea how, how big. Today, um, it's, it's one out of 13 um, children, and uh, it's going to be one out of 10 probably in about 24 to 36 months. From a business standpoint, um, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of um, dollar figures thrown out, and we, we tend to be conservative. But um, the latest numbers that um, have been shared is that the free from market will be worth $12 billion, with a B, $12 billion globally uh, within the next five years. So that's the number that we use. We've seen numbers all the way up to $20 billion, but we believe from a business standpoint um, it's, a, it's about $12 billion. But not all of this growth is coming strictly from those who have diagnosed food allergens. Wardy explains that consumers driving this trend can be broken into two main groups, warriors versus wanderers. At Enjoy Life, uh, we did a lot of studies. And what we found is we have two groups of consumers that, that we're focused on. The first group is what we call the warriors. Um, the worriers are worried about what they're eating because of health reasons. Um, so they may have celiac disease, they may have gluten intolerance or food intolerance or food allergies, and they worry, and they, they read every label. And the worriers, that is our core uh, consumer market. But then we have a second group that we call the wonderers. And the wonderers are people who say, I wonder if I stop eating soy, will my hair not fall out? Or I wonder if I don't eat cow's milk, will I feel less sluggish? So the wonderers are not thinking about the removal of an allergen. They're thinking about the removal of an ingredient. And um, so it's our same product that works for both the warriors and the wonderers, but it's how we talk to those two groups that is different. So when you think about this size of the market of $12 billion for free-form products, it's not all because of people with allergies. It's because a lot of people are making the choice to remove certain ingredients from their daily lives. A third group of free-from consumers are those who don't have an allergy and who don't wonder if something they're eating is throwing something in their body out of whack. These are people who can safely and happily eat anything. Yet Ward explains they buy free-from products because they have loved ones who fall into one of the first two categories, and they want to be supportive or to simplify the shopping and cooking experience in their home. For this group not to feel like they're making an undue sacrifice, 
The free from products they buy must taste as good, if not better, than their conventional counterparts. When we created our brand Enjoy Life, it was aspirational. What we wanted to be able to do was to allow children and adults and families to simply enjoy life, and um, and and so we saw it always as inclusion, and. That's what we thought about 16 years ago to today. We think about um, how do we uh, allow celebration to occur in people's lives, and how do we make everyone feel included? So tantamount to us is taste. Our product has to taste great. And if it tastes great, not only will the person who has to eat it enjoy it, but the rest of the people in the family will say, well, if I'm going to eat a cookie or if I'm going to eat a bar, uh, I might as well eat what my, my child who has food allergies um, has to eat and everyone can enjoy it. So today, we, we see that. We see families who have a child with a food allergy or intolerance, they'll switch the whole family over um, to products that are free from being able to eat the same foods as everyone else is also extremely important to children with allergens who run the risk of being bullied for being different from their peers. According to Abo at Ian's, which makes a variety of allergy-friendly foods, it's particularly sensitive to children's needs to fit in. Ian's has been um, in business since 2001, and it's a very... It's really a very compelling and heartwarming story because there actually was a founder who had a son, Ian, and he was a loving dad who wanted to ensure that his son had access to simple and nutritious foods that he would actually eat. And, you know, like most kids, he loved the chicken nuggets and sort of other comfort finger foods that kids all enjoy. And uh, his, his father grew frustrated by the lack of clean options on the market that, uh, you know, would be good for you but still taste good. And I think it's really critical and it's, it's really, um, I think, even more relevant today when, you know, uh, kids are under a lot of pressure and there's all this bullying. The kids don't want to feel different. So um, they want to feel part of the family. They want to feel like other kids. So um, while we, over the years, have... Um, spoken loudly and been very true to the mission of, of being gluten-free and then allergen-friendly, free from, um, we also consider our brand really to provide healthy comfort foods that can be enjoyed by the entire family. Uh, so not only just for kids, but for the kids in all of us. And uh, we just want to provide great, healthy great tasting foods with simple ingredients that can be enjoyed by the family and, and really bring a smile to everyone's face. And, um, I mean, who doesn't love chicken nuggets and fish sticks and, and um, you know, onion rings and, and uh, other products that uh, you can eat as a family, you can eat in, as a snacking occasion, different events, um, and that everyone can enjoy and will feel better about eating. By creating foods that people with and without allergies alike will enjoy, 
Companies like Ian's and Enjoy Life are paving the way for retailers to do away with the special sections and stores dedicated to gluten-free or allergy-friendly products, which Abo says not only isolates shoppers with allergies, but can limit product sales and basket size. Free from shoppers or shoppers who purchase or look for free from products fall in the top 15% in terms of spending. So certainly very attractive to retailers when now the category is expanded from just a very uh, limited or targeted gluten-free category to the much larger free from. Um, and of course, uh, an important buying segment today are the millennials. So free from products have actually been shown to be very important to millennials and um, you know, almost 70% of millennials really are open to, to looking at foods and prefer foods that are free from or are viewed as healthier with simple ingredients. So, um, again, I think that when we talk about free from, I think people understand that they can now find food offerings that run a wide range of gamut, and it's, gamut, so it's not just a gluten-free bread or a pizza um, I mean, there's a wide variety of offerings that are really, quite honestly, mainstream foods, but are just free from um, foods that are allergens, but also with healthy, simple ingredients. And, and in fact, uh, retailers have caught on to this. So whereas four, five, six years ago, um, the merchandising of products, again, very heavily gluten-free, were in these very set gluten-free sections or meatless sections. Uh, it's really morphed into more and more retailers are moving those products to mainstream. So now consumers can make the choice between, well, if I'm in the chicken section, do I want to buy um, a more processed chicken nugget or do I prefer to buy uh, a healthier uh, chicken nugget with um, free from and simple ingredients? And so as a result, that's driving a lot of growth in the category because, again, not only aren't people feeling segmented when they're at home eating these foods. They actually, when you're shopping for it, it's all, it's a, a, more and more of the merchandising is in mainstream sections and not isolated to a separate section of the store. Abo says that in the coming years, Ian's will continue to push its products and allergen-free options in general into the mainstream even more by working with retailers in different channels. We've been growing our distribution in uh, the grocery and mass channels. We've been making some nice gains in distribution um, and then supporting it with this marketing and consumer campaign that will uh, then in, have a much more enhanced social and digital and blogger influencer platform. Um, we're working with key customers on some customer-specific activations to drive trial. And then, you know, going uh, hopefully beyond the, um, the grocery and the mass channels, we're hoping to make some inroads in the club channel where I think there's some significant opportunities. Uh, I think the club channel has, has been one of the pioneers in moving into and, and, and offering consumers uh, great organic options. Um, but I think that there's definitely white space in the club channel for more of the free-from category, and we're hoping to be a signature partner in the club channel. Um, and then also expanding our presence in food service because we, um, we are, uh, we, as I mentioned, we have one of the, the leaders in, in gluten and allergen-friendly breadcrumbs. So in food service today, uh, you know, chefs uh, very much like to make their own preparations. 
Uh, and so we can offer um, some great dry grocery items, again, the, the breadcrumbs and, and croutons and stuffing where they can make some really um, great recipes that everyone can eat, and, and it doesn't have to segment between, oh, it's the gluten-free uh, menu. It could be we're offering you a great-tasting breaded product, whether it's gluten-free, that happens to be free from, and everyone can eat it. And I think, you know, the feedback I get from customers is if, if the product tastes as good as stuff that's not free from, why wouldn't we want to focus on offering our customers uh, free from products? In addition to expanding free from products across channels and throughout retail stores, Wardy and Abo also see plenty of room for new product development across categories. One example of an area in need of innovation to which Enjoy Life is stepping up to fill is the seasonal candy aisle. Enjoy Life has never done seasonal products, although our consumers have asked for them for years. And so for the first time this year, we created um, a seasonal Halloween line of our, we took our regular chocolate bar that's made with pure chocolate. We um, molded them into uh, single squares, and then we designed um, Halloween pack uh, to allow families who want to give out a safe snack um, at, at their door, uh, you know, we're, we're a solution for that. You know, the great thing about Enjoy Life is that all of our products are made in a dedicated um, gluten-free and nut-free uh, facility. And so um, a lot of people are concerned about nut allergies, and most chocolates and most candies are made in facilities that have nuts. And so we were able to offer um, a really the first seasonal line of of allergy-friendly chocolate. We are going to be expanding that. So in 2018, we're also going to be doing Easter and um, winter holiday along with Halloween. And then in 2019, we'll add Valentine's Day to that. So um, we're excited about our seasonal offering. Wardy says allergy-free Halloween treats in particular could see a significant lift in the coming years as mainstream shoppers become more educated about the need to give away safe sweets to trick-or-treaters. Over the last three or four years, um, the Food Allergy uh, and Research Education Group, FAIR, has promoted the Teal Pumpkin Project. And the idea is, is that households who have a safe alternative to food allergies, they paint their pumpkins teal. And um, that signifies that it's a safe house. Well, the Teal Pumpkin Project has really grown to the point where uh, last year the Empire State Building um, for a day was, was bathed in teal. So it's becoming a um, significantly greater awareness about having safe products, for, uh, certainly for Halloween and for other celebrations. Other areas still ripe for allergy-friendly product development are entrees and ready-to-eat chilled or frozen full meals that focus on filling the center of the plate, according to both Wardy and Abo. Hand-in-hand with this, Wardy reiterates Abo's prediction that food service is ready for more allergy-free options. Finally, Wardy says he's seen in categories where there's already large allergy-free presence more space for brands and companies to come and diversify and continue to build up those categories. And to those that might worry that free-from is simply a fad, Wardy reassures it is not, 
and that rather it is a growing trend that is here to stay. With that, we've come to the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you'll join us again next week for another installment. Until then, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive and profitable week.